My name is Eddie Kira, and I'm the producer of the short film documentary, a film called Blacks Can't Swim. The aim of the film is to understand why a disproportionate amount of black people and ethnic minorities can't and don't swim. On my journey to find the truth, I have the pleasure of speaking with an English actor, screenwriter, director, and comic book writer from London. He's known for playing Why Norris in Off Worlds and Pets and Mickey Smith in Doctor Who. He won a Laurence Olivier Award for Most Promising Performer in 2003 and was awarded a BAFTA in 2009. He was also previously a swimming lifeguard. Now, if you still haven't guessed, then this is a dead giveaway. Top Boy, Kid Adulthood, Adulthood, Brotherhood, Bulletproof, SAS Red Notice and hundreds more. Noah Clark, welcome to In the Deep End with Ed Akira. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me. I guess you can swim. Yeah, I can. Good, I can. good. Been, uh, and I've, I've been swimming for years. I was, um, uh, my mum had made sure I had lessons. My mum can't swim, interestingly enough, but she made sure I had lessons from a very young age. So probably around four or five, I started swimming lessons. Um, so, lifeguards, I mean, how did you become a lifeguard? What prompted you to become a lifeguard? Um, I guess I was, um, I was young and always someone that wanted to progress in life and it was a job that came up in a sports centre <clears throat> that I was already working in as a sort of water slide attendant, which you didn't have to swim, and a uh, kind of cleaner there. And so they offered the chance to become a lifeguard. Um, and because I had swimming lessons since I was young, I was like, sure, I'll, I'll go for that. And then I, I went and did, I did all my tests and I passed my test and I became a lifeguard. Um, so it was, it was just one of those things. For me, it felt like a progression because I was already able to swim. So it didn't feel like a big deal to me. But I guess the whole point of your thing is that it's a big deal that I could swim because a lot of us can't swim. That's right. Very, very true. So, so, so at what age did you learn to swim? Probably around five, six and onwards. Probably had lessons probably till I was about 11, maybe. So that, that would have been at school or what, what did you learn to swim outside oh, of school? My, my, outside school, my mum, I guess we had lessons at school, I think. I don't recall or remember. I think we did. But my mum made sure I had a, 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 like we didn't have a lot of money. So when I think about it now, I'm not sure how she did it. But she made sure that I had, that I had private lessons. Not private lessons, but swimming lessons after school. They weren't private to just me. There's other people in the class, but she made sure I had lessons. When you, when you were growing up, did you, in, in the community, did you notice um, the disproportionate amount of black people not learning how to swim? And if you can think back, was it very apparent that a lot of black people were not swimming? Not when I was very young. When oh. I was very young, I didn't really see, uh, you know, race of people. I just, you had friends or you didn't have friends. But as I got older, I realized a lot of my friends black friends just couldn't swim and even now some of them they just never learned and it just I don't really know what it is or why the stigma became a thing or why you know maybe it's you know we grew up in in a, in a way where uh, a lot of us come from you know lower social backgrounds is there's better things to spend money on than swimming lessons so you know maybe it came from that but for some reason and I don't know how my mum managed to scrape it together so that I could learn my next question was going to be if you notice a, a difference in this attitude of swimming between your 
white friends and your ethnic minority friends? But I'm guessing the, the answer is going to be yes. Well, yeah, I guess it was just a just a thing that they they do. But I think socially, majority of them come from a a different place, and you know, even even the ones that that grew up here and are from a you know poorer background, like myself. I think swimming was just a thing that that was that we used to. Whereas for us, it just it, it, it wasn't that. And when you came to when people came here in the fifties and sixties. 40s, 50s, 60s, in, in, in the big influx, I mean, uh, I think maybe swimming just wasn't a thing. Yeah. I don't um, really know what the answer is, to be honest. I just know that a lot of my friends can't swim, a lot of their parents can't swim. My my, I don't think my parents can swim. Um, I don't really, really know what it is. I'm only learning how to swim right now. Yeah. And um, a film called Blast Count Swim. What really actually pushed me to doing so is that I have a nine-year-old daughter. And, and I was looking at her and I said, if anything ever happened to her in the water, swimming pool, or by the sea, or anything, or on a holiday, and I saw, and I couldn't do anything about it. I mean, that, I don't think I would ever be able to live myself. And that's what pushed me. So it's basically the life skill element of it yeah. is what made me realize that I need to learn how to swim. And that's what I'm trying to tell people. I'm trying to encourage as many people as possible there's a, it's a life skill, apart from the, the health benefits, the mental health benefits, the recreational benefits. And, and one thing I always say is that swimming isn't the only sport where black athletes are underrepresented, but it's the yeah. only sport I know that the underrepresentation can cause fatality. And as I say, you can't be what you can't see. So the more people that, that the younger generation see swimming, the more likelihood of them actually doing it themselves. So, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, so that's hence the reason why I'm trying to highlight people like yourself, figureheads, because yeah. people see you do it, they will say, "Oh, no one's doing it. I can do it." And you know, all the stereotypes, the stigmas, and everything that goes out the window. As I said, I just think it was one of those things that it's never been a big deal to me. But it's only when I I grew up and I look at my friends and I realise that I'm the only one or one of the only ones. Apart from obviously the guys that were lifeguards with me, but generally, um, not everyone can swim, and it, I guess it is an issue. I guess it is a thing that we need to really find out about and and, and change. You know, my my kids go to swimming lessons. I've made sure that they 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 can swim. That's very good. Very very good. Okay, so it's so it's clear that the black people and ethnic minorities we are less likely to swim, and as a result, more likely to drown. Is there? Any responsibility that should be taken by the media, the education system, the government on this? Or, or is it something that we ourselves have to um, take care of? I think we have to take care of it. I think, you know, we can't ask the media. The media should, should stop perpetuating the cultural idea that, it, that we can't, you know, which they do. But we also perpetuate it as people. You always hear like now, you know, it's only from black people out here saying, yeah, you know, black people can't swim. We, we, we perpetuate ourselves. I think it's parents' responsibility, and I think swimming lessons should be standard uh, in schools like they used to be. Swimming lessons should be standard in schools, and you should everyone should get a basic lesson. And I think if that starts happening, then more and more people will, will you know, will, will at least know the basics of how to survive in water. Yeah, very true. I I, I totally agree with that. This is an interesting question. So, with, with all the racism that we hear of in sports on a day-to-day -day basis and such, do you think 
that is a reflection on the society we're living in today. Um, I mean, it's, it's difficult. I mean, yeah, obviously any of these micro, uh, micro sort of things, sport or media or whatever, all of them have to be, all of them are a reflection of society because the people that inhabit them come from society itself. So all of those things are a reflection of society. I think the thing is to try and, you know, stamp it out and not, not focus on it too much, but to try and get people that are swimming to, to make sure people know that they're swimming so that they, they can become the person that other people look up to, you know, much like, you know, the first black footballers back in the days or, or whatever. I think the more people see things, the more things will change. Um, on, on the soundtrack to a film called Black Hand Swim, I asked the question, is it a cultural or physical thing? And, and the reason why I say that is, like we said, you hear about the stories about people saying you're black, you've got heavy bones, that's what hinders you from swimming. Yeah. Is there, do you, I personally haven't seen any kind of studies or anything that has, which says that this actually is the case. I mean, what's your thoughts on this? It's wives' tales, isn't it? It's, you know, uh, old wives' tales, you know, there's a lot of physical stereotypes that they label on us about our, our bones and our muscle structure and stuff like that. And I think at the end of the day, you know, where everyone's human and if they can swim, we can swim. We just have to learn how to do it. I'm guilty of living um, you know, behind the stereotypes and the stigmas. And I think deep down, I knew that it wasn't true, but it, it gave me an excuse to not swim. And if anybody asked me, can you swim? I said, of course not, I'm black. That's why I can't swim. And it, and, and it gave me that kind of comfort blanket that, you know, I'm black, I, don't, I can't swim. If I swim, I'll drown. But yeah, 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 the more you think about it, it just does not make sense, you know. It doesn't make sense because it's it's a learned it's a learned thing like everything else is like walking, like reading, like writing. You know, it's something where driving. If you learn it, then you can do it. You know, and I think we've been sold the story that we can't do it and we shouldn't do it, and therefore we don't do it. But I think actually it's something that is just like everything else. So like any job you learn, you learn your skill. It's a, it's another skill. So, so in, 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 the, in the beginning of the short film, um, it's, it's me and my mother, and it's me asking my mum at, at the age of nine to teach me how to swim. And she is telling me that, no, you don't need to swim. You, you concentrate on your books. You can learn to swim anytime. Yeah. So do you, do you think it's been passed down, this fear has been passed down the gen, through generations? Um, in other words, we are, we are likely to inherit the fears of our parents. Yeah. And that's the reason why many of us don't swim. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's exactly what happens. People inherit the fears of, fears of their parents if their parents aren't smart enough to keep those fears away from them. Um, that, that's exactly what happens. So I think, you know, it, it's something that as black parents, they need to just not, you know, even if they don't swim, they need to kind of do what my mum did and just make sure their kid has swimming lessons. Uh, yeah, because well, figures indicate that black children drown at the rate of 5.5 times that of white children. I mean, I mean if, and if that alone isn't something to scare us into actually teaching our children how to swim, then I don't think that we might not eradicate it in our lifetime. But like I said, I think this is the beginning, beginning of, of the end. end. Definitely the beginning of the end. Yeah. I think as you... As, as we said, you know, people think about, they learn to write, they learn to read, you know, it, it's, it's another thing you learn to do. People are scared of the water, but, you know, they forget that, you know, the water is only scary because, you know, you don't know how to, to deal with it. I'm not saying you should 
run and jump straight in the ocean, but I'm saying a, a, a placid pool is somewhere where you can learn and be safe and learn how to deal with being around water, and that's a good place to start. So people should definitely either start learning themselves, even though time is short in this busy world, start learning themselves or definitely learn with their children, make it more fun, uh, or, or start sending their kids to lessons. And, and like I said, the more they see us doing it, the more the likelihood of them doing it as well. So, of course. So, so now tell us about yourself. What, what have you been up to of late? And what's the world got to look forward to in the future? Uh, we've got Bulletproof Season 2 coming soon. Um, SAS Red Notice coming soon. And a lot of other things that I'm just uh, planning at the moment. Well, well, thank you for taking the time no uh, to, to, to join us in the deep end. You know, like I said, hearing figureheads like yourself talk about this will make will probably jolt people to, into thinking that this is a serious thing. Let's let's get out there and learn how to swim. Oh, nice. So, nice. all right. Thank you very much, and keep in touch. Thank you very much, sir. Yeah, nice one. Take care, bro. Bye bye. bye. bye.